Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Now, fiddle player Zoe Conway has often performed with the RT Concert Orchestra and with a background in classical as well as traditional music, she's a great choice as associate artist with the orchestra, an honour bestowed on her very recently. Well, from County Louth, Zoe is not only an accomplished performer, she's also been working away as a composer, including writing music for a film that she's going to perform with the RT Concert Orchestra in November. Along with her husband and accompanist John McIntyre, Zoe is is here today to perform for us. Welcome to you both. Thank you very, very much, much, Miriam. Later, we're going to hear music from the film, From a Forest to a Fiddle. But first, what are you going to play for us? We're going to play a tune that I composed, which is called Barna Vave, means Maeve's Gap, and it's inspired by the Cooley Mountains where we live. Fantastic. Off you go. Oh, well done. Come back you. over, both of you. Thanks so much for coming into studio. Associate artist, Zoe, with the RT Concert Orchestra. How much of an honour is that? And what does it mean? I mean, what is expected of you? Well, it's a huge honour, of course. And uh, I'm absolutely thrilled because one of my favourite things to do is to play with orchestra. I suppose coming from the traditional and classical background, it's like the perfect, um, you know, marriage for me, yeah. I suppose, musically. Um, and... I think what I'll be doing, my role is to try and maybe give a platform to Irish traditional music and try and curate shows that um, maybe invite some of my friends and get new orchestral arrangements done um, and use some of my own compositions as well in there to create wonderful shows. Now listen, tell me about the movie as well, From a Forest to Mm -hmm. a Fiddle. Who is Jim McKillop? So Jim McKillop is a man that I've known since I was a child, really, learning music in County Louth. He lives in Ravensdale, so right beside us, really, in the Cooley Mountains. And um, he's a fiddle maker. Um, He makes bows as well. And he's a composer and just an amazing man. And somebody who actually studied violin making in Cremona, believe it or not, going back. And he's got this incredible background story of working in the Navy as an engineer on ships and all of this. You know, incredible guy, incredible player as well and um, I was just inspired because of the experience I had in his workshop watching him create violins and seeing let's say the inside of a fiddle which you would never normally get to see even as a fiddle player um, and how they all get put together and all of that knowledge I suppose that he shares with everyone that comes in Um, I just thought it might be a fascinating thing to see the whole process from the start to the end so the film really starts with Jim taking out a big old block of wood and cutting it up and starting to carve and shape and glue and varnish and all of the many processes to make the violin and what we've done is we've composed a soundtrack and that will be played by myself and John and the RTE Concert Orchestra to accompany the film which will be on a big screen behind us in the concert hall so it's a very ambitious project definitely the most (laughs) ambitious thing I've ever done but it's so exciting. It sounds really exciting and John as Zoe said you're very much part of this 
Zoe, I think, comes up with the melodies and then you go off and work your particular magic. So what do you do? Yeah, it's hard to describe. It's a bit, maybe a bit technical. or Go for it. But uh, I suppose the melody is the tune that sits on the top and the harmony is what sits on the bottom. So you create the sort of mood or you're creating, the, in terms of notes, you have many notes that sit under one line. Um, but, it, you know, you can transform the melody to make it sound happy or sad or dark or bright or that type of thing so and um so i've i made sort of a basic arrangement for guitar and other instruments that we had in the house and uh then we brought it to our friend gavin murphy who's an orchestrator and he works with the orchestra here a lot so he's fantastic and we've worked with him before and he we were so pleased with what he did and how much he took to the project it's so lovely you do it together and you're married. And of course, John, your experience in music, it was more rock and roll. You were in the revs. So is there a trad background there too or not? Yeah, I suppose there is. My um, my father, he um, used to play in the pubs when I was a child. And in fact, I used to go, up to, go out into the pubs as well when I was <laughs> in primary school, believe it or not. It shows how the change, <laughs> life has changed in Ireland. But I, I used to play in bands and stuff growing up all the years. But his... He's actually originally from Glen Column Kill and there's a big fiddle tradition there. Like um, some of the older relations in our family would have played fiddle and my granny was a great singer and stuff. So the tradition was sort of all always there, even though, you know, I was more interested in playing the guitar at the time. <laughs> Where did you two meet? Oh, it's a very long story, but we, we actually, believe it or not, grew up in the same housing estate in Dundalk in the town. And then um, my family moved out to the outside of Dundalk and John's family moved out to uh, Greenore. Um, and then we actually went to, to similar secondary schools. They were next door. I was in the girls' school and John was in the boys' school. And um, his school didn't do music, but my school was really brilliant at music. So he came over to our school actually to sit the exams. And one of the teachers in the school put us together in a practice room my Ooh. school had practice rooms love stories so there you go she's just so she said oh this is john he plays guitar he's doing his practical and so was i and that's the first time we met but then we didn't see each other for a few years after school and actually john was touring with the revs at the time and i was touring with rodrigo y gabriela at the time and then it wasn't until after we ended up getting married that we began to play together believe it or not but the bit i missed there is how you got back together so where did you meet no, we met in a pub in Dundalk. Ah, so come well. <laughs> yeah, we have to say. Yeah, the Spirit Store in Dundalk is a great, great, great venue, venue, really, for music. Yeah. And uh, it was John Spillane actually was playing on the night. Oh, and, uh, yeah, Cupid. Were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those songs. He knows. Yeah, we'll he see knows. his words. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely. So listen, tell me how it works. You're married. You've got two beautiful children. You compose, you arrange together, you travel for work together, you perform on stage together. You're always together. Is it always harmonious? Well, it is, believe it or not. And people ask me that in every interview. But I think the thing is that, you know, we feel kind of honoured to have this role in music. And it's kind of a privilege to get to work in music. And it is good for you. You know, it's kind of meditative, if you like. Um, And there's no ego there either in terms of the music between myself or John. Um, John's laughing. (laughs) Take two. No, we need to (laughs) joke. Why are you laughing? laughing. (laughs) But it, it just seems to work quite naturally. And I think, you know, for us, we're trying to actually grow our lives together and we just love it. (laughs) Yeah, well, 
actually sitting here watching both of you. I can sense it. Like you just seem so close. Tell me though, recently Zoe, you went to Germany for a gig. What did you forget to bring with you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm a terror. Yes, uh, I went to Germany. Well, I didn't get to Germany, but we got as far as my parents' house, thank God. And we were swapping cars at that point. And John said to me, where's your fiddle? And I was like, oh my God, I left the fiddle at home. There's just so much going on at the minute, isn't there? And with the kids and you're checking, have you got the homework packed? And have you got the lunches and all the rest and out the door? So yes, I forgot the fiddle, but we had enough time to run home and get it and still make the plane. So thanks be to God for that. And John, how much is, I suppose, you've both spoken about Dundalk and how you met there. How important is Dundalk and Louth to both of you? I mean, that sense of place. I think it's become remarkably important. I mean, when we were talking about sort of settling down and stuff, we had dreams of maybe moving to the south of France or Paris (laughs) or or Italy or somewhere like that. But then as I suppose children came and your family and we just we really appreciate on a daily basis just gratitude for for being where we are. We're sort of halfway between Zoe's parents' house and my parents' house uh, in the Cooley Mountains. You know, it's it's incredible, you know. And and even more than that, I think we've come to realise the area that we're in, which would be called kind of Oriel um, and the Cooley Mountains and that connection with, let's say, Antonbu Coolinia mm. and the fact that, you know, Irish was spoken um, in Omeath and in Greenore for up until like the 60s, 70s. It would have been, you know, very common there. So actually we're, we're in a really historic place in terms of Irish tradition and we're really enjoying that and kind of discovering little things as we go along like amazing poets that lived in Carlingford or whatever so um, it's it's incredible when you look for something like that in your area it's there you know I, I kind of have a well probably because we live in Ireland but nearly everything you need is actually in your area and I think that's the nicest thing about being there. Now, we began by speaking about your role as associate artist. Mm -hmm. What are you going to focus more on, performing or composing, do you think? Well, it's a good question. And it's something that we have often talked about because we are kind of pulled in many ways in terms of touring and uh, concerts abroad and and so on and so on. And I think maybe it's just about finding that balance of uh, performance and touring and composing, because really the composing element is the thing that's going to be there uh, for the longest. You know, it's going to be there after you pass away and you're gifting those pieces to the tradition, which I think is just amazing. And um, I really really appreciate that you know being able to compose new Irish music I think is just very amazing so I think it'll be a balance between the two is really what what I'm hoping for and actually one of the pieces we're doing in the second half of the concert that's coming up um, is kind of a celebration of traditional music. We have some wonderful pieces, um, river dances in there and a piece by Dona Lunny called Waking the Hair um, and also a piece that I composed for Louise Mulcahy, the Illum Piper. Um, so we'll have Donal and Louise there as guests as well on the night. Well, congratulations on it. Thank you. And Zoe Conway and John McIntyre, thank you both for coming in this morning. The concert From a Forest to a Fiddle with the RT Concert Orchestra is going to be in the National Concert Hall on the 15th of November. Tickets from nch.ie. And we're now going to hear a piece from that now. This is Lish. (laughs) 